What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Go 5 <laughs> oh yeah uh it's a friday it feels good but remember there's just two more days until monday let's get it off on the right foot alarm clock ding dong pants up boots on coffee cigarette blue collar breakfast hot hat pork lift dragging through a swing shift stacking up the boxes watching that clock tick tock tick Am I looking at me? Because you're part of the morning show. No. There you go. I want to be, you put a picture of you up there staring blankly into space. <laughs> I do. You that. look good doing it. I do that it. every day. So there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing. Right. Exactly. Special about that. Well, the headline of uh, today's show, the title of the episode, of course, is uh, Okmulgee 4 Mystery Solved. That God, of, uh, is so. what we know. Well, it's more of uh, what I like to call a teaser. Okay. Because I don't know if we've solved it or not, but I think that we have a pretty good idea, given the investigation that uh, Jeffy and I went into yesterday after the program. Uh, we did a deep dive into possibly what could be the the reasons for the literal hatchet jobs on the uh, on the guys, the uh, four dudes who went for a bike ride in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. Not only never went home, but ended up uh, in a uh, crick in pieces after being. One report says a bullet riddled. Oh, really? Yeah, bullet riddled. That's different than being shot. That's correct. I mean, it's a, a little bit yeah. different than being shot, but it's also different than being chopped up. Unless you're saying they were bullet riddled, then chopped up. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. That's worse than, so, worse than Bonnie and Clyde, dude. I know. The thing, again, keeps uh, getting weirder and weirder and weirder, but we will uh, we'll get to that in the uh, second um, half hour of the program. Uh, first, though, it's kind of a toss-up here because, honestly... I'm not sure whether we want to get into the weird stuff right away or the totalitarian stuff right away. So let's go with, um, 
all right, I guess we're going to go with uh, totalitarianism. That's, uh, that's where we're going to start this morning. We'll get that out of the way first hour, and then we'll just have some fun in the second hour of the program. Uh, first off, uh, if you didn't see it, I put this out there on the socials yesterday. Remember the big case in Beverly Hills? That's where I want to be. Remember when they uh, took down U.S. private vaults a couple of years ago? They went in and they they raided the place where you could, you know, it's like a safety deposit box place. Yes. Yeah. The FBI went in, and said that started the... Started opening everybody's bo- boxes. Yep. 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 They hold on a second. That right yeah. there is Bellworthy right uh, right off the bat this morning. Get your innuendo bell over at mojo50.com. It uh, can be signed by us, which when we're dead will be worth something. Uh, in the meantime, it'll be worth what you pay for it yeah. or not. Okay. Uh, although likely if, uh, you know, if uh, history with um, with this particular platform is any indication, our stuff will get more valuable when we're dead. Reality's reality is reality. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the FBI goes into, uh, us private vaults, uh, let's see, this is back in, uh, but the, was it 2019, 2020, uh, and they go and they, they say that, uh, uh, the, the, the owners of the place were using it to launder drug money and they go in, they start opening people's safety deposit boxes or private vaults. And they start taking money out. They they released videos of them going through the money that they find in these in these vaults. They go through you know finding coins and gold and other things, and they confiscate stuff that they find in these private boxes. But what was the reasoning? The initial reasoning? well, the reasoning was that was that uh, the owners of U.S. private vaults were involved in money laundering for the drug trade. So but, everybody who had a vault there was now implicated into this? That was never indicated on any of the paperwork. That's the problem. Oh, snap. And so they just went in. It's the it's the civil asset forfeiture thing. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, pull you over and you got a bunch of cash with you. Well, hey, you don't need this much cash. Why have you got it? We think it's drugs. It's ours. And then you have to fight to get it back. So this week... In what I would uh, deem a uh, a blow to uh, individual rights, and not in a good way, um, and the Fourth Amendment, of course, a federal judge dismissed a class action lawsuit that accused the FBI and the Justice Department of misleading another magistrate for a warrant to search a private vault facility, ultimately seizing about $85 million in assets from private citizens. $85 million. Attorneys for the plaintiffs, those in uh, similar circumstances, are warning that the seizures, uh, seizures were still improper. The FBI, and raise your hand if you believe that the FBI lied. I, again, this is the boy who cried wolf thing. Yeah, exactly. They, we've seen them. We've seen what they'll lie about. So why aren't they? Why wouldn't they lie about this? They say the FBI lied about its intentions in claiming to only be interested in the property of the business and not the deposit box holders. According to an attorney for the plaintiffs, uh, he said this uh, before the judge's ruling. Ultimately, the lure of civil forfeiture turned these federal cops into robbers. The judge disagreed. The company itself admitted, and this is why I find also fascinating. They say the company itself admitted to criminal wrongdoing in a separate case. Okay. So what? That doesn't involve if you. Uh, it's like renting a house from somebody and uh, the, the owner of the house is accused of drug trade and uh, they, they come in and they take your stuff too your, because your stuff is in his house. Is in his house, correct. It's, 
I, I, that's the way I would argue it. Uh, the safety deposit box company or safe deposit uh, box company, as they say, U.S. private vaults pleaded guilty in June to conspiracy to launder money. According to a, G, a DOJ spokesperson. All right, so they pled guilty. What's the difference between pled and pleaded? I don't know. I don't either. Further it's and always farther. Like, I don't know. Well, there's a difference between further and farther. But pled and pleaded, I don't know. The government obtained the search and seizure warrants based on evidence that that company operated as a large-scale money laundering operation. Uh, according to the director of media relations for the U S attorney's office. If your office in the federal government has a director of media relations, just saying, how much are we paying for that <laughs> as the citizens of the United States? Uh, they pleaded guilty admitting that it, uh, it recruited as its customers, drug traffickers and other criminals. All right, but while the government has a number of ongoing investigations in connection with the USPV, the private vault, the U.S. Attorney's Office says it has not filed any other criminal charges. Weird, right? No other criminal charges filed, yet they took the, the money and stuff from these other people. If today's uh, shocking decision stands, it'll set a, a dangerous precedent that will allow the FBI and other law enforcement agencies to bypass the Fourth Amendment, of course, the uh, uh, privacy uh, um, search and seizure amendment. He said in a uh, statement after the ruling, the decision will give a blueprint for the government to pry open safe deposit boxes, storage lockers, and other private spaces, and to take a look at the contents and take them with civil forfeiture. This is a dangerous precedent that is being set over and over you look at the cops taking the money from the woman here in dallas the the uh, marine that we told you about a few weeks ago up in uh, nevada i think he was driving through they took his uh, hundred and seven thousand dollars he got i think he got most of it back if not all but he had to take them to court absolutely he had to he had to jump through a bunch of hoops that they created right. for him Right. I would have charged them interest. Good luck. Charged them when interest you hear what, for using my money for their personal use. Yeah, well, uh, he you would think in a sane world. For that. He you could have, but you would think that a court would uh, be willing to hear it. But did you, uh, let's see, where's the story? Amy Coney Barrett. Did you hear about what she did? No, no. I did see a, a headline from her yesterday. But I didn't get to read the whole thing. What what, what happened? She uh, refused. Uh, let's see here. Where did it go? She basically uh, refused to hear a um, uh, a suit a uh, suit filed with the Supreme Court on behalf of citizens who believe that Biden's uh, student loan forgiveness is not constitutional. Just refused to hear it. I don't. It's. Uh, there may be some legal reason she didn't, but it certainly sounds a little dicey. I mean, you'd think that it deals, if it's a, a situation dealing with the Constitution, I don't know. It may be, it, it may be some technical reason that, uh, that shouldn't have gone that high first. I don't know. But it doesn't look good that she refused to, uh, and she refused it without comment. 
Um, but back to these private vaults of the tens of millions seized, more than 50 million has been returned to hundreds of customers, but they say that many millions remain unclaimed. Okay. We don't know why they're unclaimed. We don't even know if they're unclaimed, quite, fr- uh, quite frankly, because we don't know if the FBI is lying, right? There may be nothing left unclaimed. There may be tens of millions left unclaimed. Who the hell knows? And if they are left unclaimed, if that was, in fact, drug money, all right. Then they got drug money. But why do you take money from everybody else? According to the FBI, all remaining private parties who want their possessions back can apply to have them returned. Gee, thanks. You can apply to have, I wonder what kind of process that is. The uh, private vault company had hundreds of customers in California. Uh... An asset forfeiture attorney says uh, who represented a different group of box holders, many of them law-abiding citizens who use the anonymous safe service out of concerns that their personal identifying information could be stolen or hacked elsewhere. Now, the government hates the competition. This is really, (laughs) again, we can't stop fighting this stuff. It's disheartening and it is despicable that the government is stoop this low but they're going to continue doing it mm-hmm. it's a that, that's the part that fascinates me is they all accuse on the left let me rephrase that not everyone on the left but the democrats let's just say accuse trump of being a totalitarian fascist etc 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 and yet turn a blind eye when things like this happen also in the news The Pentagon will now pay for uh, service members to travel to obtain abortions. Isn't that nice? Policy will allow troops to request time off for abortion, cover out-of-state travel for the procedure as well. Huh. So they're picking up the tab for the service members, according to uh, a new policy directive by Defense Secretary, you know, the fellow that runs that place. Lloyd Austin. Remember when the the president couldn't remember the dude's name? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He announced yesterday the Department of Defense setting up transportation allowances for service members and their dependents who opt to travel to receive an abortion. The new policy, like the rest of the Pentagon, will be funded by yours and my dollars. Our service members and their families often required to travel or move to meet our staffing, operational, and training requirements. Austin wrote in a memo unveiling the policy. Such moves could uh, should not limit their access to reproductive health care. So there you have it. So now we're going to be paying for abortions uh, in the uh, in the Pentagon and service members. Um, and was it yesterday or the day before that... We talked, and I think it was at the end of the program, you brought up uh, Liz Truss, who... Yeah, yeah, who resigned. Resigned. Yep. Was that yesterday? Yes. These days all run together. Um, so. I found a, um, a guy who does a lot of these uh, analyses. Um, uh, his name is... Um, hang on just a minute. Paul Joseph Watson. And he does quite a few of these analyses on YouTube. I will warn you uh, up front, there are a couple of um, F-bombs in there, but uh, I think it's worth listening to because it's going to, or it should concern all of us. Again, it's not, 
I'm not a follow a foreign policy expert like Joe Biden is. But I mean, I do have, I think, some common sense takes on, you know, the fact that uh, we sh- probably shouldn't be sending money that we don't have uh, to fund a war that we really don't have business in, uh, you know, over in the Ukraine, things like that. When it comes to Brexit and all that uh, stuff confuses the hell out of me. But this guy will I think he makes it very understandable. And uh, we'll do that here in just a second. First, if you want to get in touch with the program, always uh, use the hashtag what I learned today. And uh, if you want to uh, reach out on the Twitters, you can tag us in it. It's uh, Real Brad Staggs, Real Ron Phillips, and uh, uh, Dr. Mojo Martian. I don't trust any of it. Even if somebody pleads guilty, it could just mean they were threatened by with a worse punishment if they don't. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Correct. That's what they tried to do to these people in uh, the January 6th trials. Plead guilty to this, or guess what? It's going to be worse. And they have the full power of the federal government behind them, unlimited resources, and you, you can't fight them. It's just not possible to fight them. Not anymore. Uh, Wisconsin Jackhole said cases have to go up the ladder, I believe. Oh, uh, as uh, with uh, regard to um, getting their personal uh, Amy Coney back. Barrett. Oh, no, 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 Amy Coney oh, Barrett. Before and the, they get uh, to her, yeah, right. Yeah, which okay. I mean, you can't. You, uh, yeah, even I know you can't take it straight to the Supreme Court. Maybe that's what it was—a a, just a technical issue. But it's hmm. why wouldn't she say that? Why wouldn't she put out comment? Now they don't have to put out a comment, but they can. So that she did what was within her duties and responsibilities, I guess. But it just would seem to me that you would say, I'm not going to hear this. You need to take the proper chain of whatever. But she didn't. Um, Laird Leprechaun, them boys in Oklahoma, fire truck with either the mob or one of the cartels over drugs or counterfeiting or maybe a money house. That's how one gets shot and cut up for fish bait. We'll see coming up here in the next few minutes because there's a number of stories that we did investigate out of Mulk, uh, Oak Mogi, and uh, it may uh, it may or may not be a pattern. Um, all right, first of all, the uh, this portion of the program is let's see if I can get that to work right. Thank you. It did. Uh, brought to you by American Pride Roasters. American Pride Roasters, who are back with fall color. Look at those fall colors. Front page of American Pride Roaster. Is that, I wonder if that is at the view uh, from the uh, from the DM location, from DM's uh, secret location where he's uh, currently roasting American Pride Roaster's coffee. Or could that be somewhere in New Hampshire? Uh, they're roasting, again, once uh, once a week, either a Monday or Tuesday, but they're caught up and uh, the, they should have everything out in time. If you're deciding to, uh, if you uh, want to give some of this as, Christmas presents this year, or maybe uh, Thanksgiving presents. How nice would it be to sit down around the Thanksgiving uh, table? Because uh, you're not going to have turkey because they're all dead. But uh, And you're not going to have snow crab because they're all uh, missing. Missing. Yep. Missing. So pff, grab your American Pride Roasters coffee before it goes missing as well. Uh, you can find it all on AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And... Uh, Again, an amazing story, an amazing story of the the hard work and determination of a small business to fight their way back when all of the uh, odds were against them. 
Uh, you can find that uh, all at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And again, uh, I would recommend the uh, Brad's Brown Bag or Ron's Sexual Chocolate if you want to dip your toe, which would be disgusting, into the coffee, but uh, yeah. it's a good place to start. Uh, again, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Uh, all right, so I don't want to get into I, I, I said second uh, second portion of the program, so I'm not going to do it yet. All right, so but uh, I want to get into the UK thing because it's a pretty big deal when the prime minister resigns after what six weeks? Six weeks, yeah. The shortest, the uh, the shortest term for a prime minister in history. And again, things that happen across the pond do have a tendency to affect us here in the United States even though we did kick their ass in a couple of wars. But Paul Joseph Watson, and uh, we'll just get a couple of minutes of this, because, again, I think he explains it well. Uh, may you just decide what uh, what you think. Again, a couple of uh, words here. So you've got kids in the room. Well, it's not anything they're not going to hear when they uh, go to school these days. Uh, we'll find that out later. But first, here is uh, Paul Joseph Watson. Globalist coup is taking place in the UK right now. Let me attempt to simplify the utter clusterfuck that we've seen unfold over the last few weeks. Now, ex-Prime Minister Liz Truss, who had an approval rating of 9%, dared to introduce a mini-budget that slightly reduced taxes. For this, she was accused by the same globalists who subsequently took a wrecking ball to her government of pursuing a radical extremist right-wing agenda. Yeah, apparently cutting the top level of tax by 5%, reducing it to 2021 levels, is radical and extremist. They called it libertarian lunacy. Truss had committed the gravest of sins. Spooking the financial elite and the bond markets. Oh no, not the bond markets. So the globalist establishment were perfectly fine with the Tories splurging £400 billion on Covid and furlough schemes. Otherwise known as paying people to sit on their arse and do nothing. They were fine with £150 billion in energy bill subsidies. They were fine with untold billions sent to prolong a war 1,500 miles away. They were fine with sending another 25 bill down the NHS black hole. But cutting taxes by a tiny ickle little bit. Oh no, we can't have that. Earlier today, Truss was forced to announce her resignation, making her the shortest serving PM in history. The Chancellor of the Exchequer, Quasi Quarteng, also fell on his sword, and he was replaced by Jeremy Hunt, whose name rhymes with what he is, which is a con. Now the media is calling Hunt Britain's de facto prime minister. And why should that concern us? Well, Hunt is a dyed-in-the-wool globalist, an arch-anti-Brexit remainer. He's also an authoritarian nightmare who, through his connections with his wife, has ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Less All right, we'll stop right there. That, I think, was pretty succinct in, in Paul Joseph Watson's view. And again, I think he's smarter than I am, at least. I don't know about Ron. Ron may be an expert in all things uh, Europe not. and the European Union and England. I'm becoming one, but, didn't, but I'm not. Didn't all that sound familiar? Yes. Sounds a lot like what was going on over here, or has been. Right. But the, the, the thing that got me was the uh, dropping the taxes by 5%. <laughs> right. Created this 5%. coup. 5%. Because that's, that's way out of whack for them, apparently. Well, but that's the same argument here is that, uh, you know, when uh, Trump was here, it was tax cuts for the rich. I just want to know what the head of state's going to do. 
Uh, that's the king, right? Yep. I wonder if he's going to make a comment about it, keep his mouth shut, because that's the plan. Like, and the, the plan is to keep your mouth he, shut. What does he? I mean, what power does he? Does he, he have does power? It. He he does and doesn't. I mean, when you, uh, so he can okay, dokey. I mean, may I think very we, well have been one that talked her into resigning. It, we, I mean, we who will said never that know. Yesterday, we will was never you? know what was that you or that was that Brandon who said that yesterday that the king may not have wanted um, a, a woman to be prime minister. Uh, there's probably Brandon, but that doesn't surprise me. Um, say it was somebody, maybe somebody on Twitter. Yeah, but again, the uh, when the queen was still in uh, position. Uh, she is resting now. God rest her soul. But she, I guess, gave the customary uh, okie dokie, a ceremonial okie dokie to everything. So it's pretty much ceremonial, from what I understand. So if the if the, the parliament part, passes yes. something, yeah. the queen has to say okay, or in this case now the king, when yep. he is uh, fully coronated, um, that's when they feed him Corona beer. Uh, but I thought it was just all ceremonial and he really doesn't have any power. But it's, I mean, it, everything that he went over right there sounds like everything that we're going through here. Yes. Which would lead you to believe that maybe this whole globalist elite uh, coup thing is uh, a real thing and not, uh, not a conspiracy. But then what do, what do I know? What do I know? I do need new conspiracy theories because my old ones are coming true. We'll get into the theories on the Oak Mogi for next. Happily promoting the four F's freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo 5 You have reached the after hours line for the off track syndicate. Please leave your number after the tone and maybe we'll try to remember to. Whatever. Hi. I'm a long-time listener, and I'm calling for Rusty. I was really hoping that he'd pick up. His sunglasses really do it for me. I can really see myself in them. Well, call me Rusty. Listen to and join in with the Off-Track Syndicate, Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mojo 5 After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. roommate watch lots of medical shows we're always looking at each other going did they really go back in those rooms you know they got those rooms for where they can take a break and take a little nap or whatever and go back there and have sex i just find it hard to believe that in reality that kind of stuff happens oh i'm sure they get it wherever they can find it it just is weird ain't you a peach sundays at 12 p.m eastern on mojo 50 
Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-
Uh, so it's a, a methamphetamine lab. Billy Ray Nation Jr. Jennifer Yancey arrested at a house near. Uh, they give the address for activate for uh, operating an active shake and bake lab. I don't know what a shake and bake lab is exactly, but it has something to do with meth. They're investigating another incident when they received a tip that Nation was at the residence, had an outstanding warrant. Uh, they go over there, they book them, and uh, you know they've been manufacturing meth there on the property. So then you go uh, fast forward just a smidge to uh, January of 2013, four years later. This is over at Coco, K-O-C-O dot com, Channel 5. I'm assuming they're in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. The headline, Okmulgee Meth Distribution Ring Dismantled. Five search warrants, 21 arrests, arrest warrants issued according to agents. Now you think about this, a, a, a town of, what, 11,000 and change, 21 arrest warrants. I mean, that's a fairly sizable little chunk of the population. 21 arrest warrants in this little town. Uh, the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics said that it completed a 10-month methamphetamine investigation. According to OBN, five search warrants, 21 arrests served uh, beginning 6 a.m. Thursday in that year of 2013. Agents said the group under investigation routinely imported as much as two to five pounds of crystal meth monthly. Is that a lot? Uh, I would think Five so. pounds of meth. I mean, again, it's probably not just for the citizens of Oak Mulgee. I'm, I'm not suggesting that they are a community full of meth heads, but it does seem to be something of a center for meth, either production or distribution. In April 2012, OBN began investigating a large meth distribution ring in Oak Mulgee, according to Mark Woodward with the OBN. This group of defendants would import significant quantities of crystal meth or ice into the Oak Mulgee area to supply local dealers and users. The District 25 Drug Task Force, Oak Mulgee Police Department, and the Henrietta Police Department also assisted in the investigation. Those arrested were taken to the Okmulgee County Jail. Possible charges include aggravated trafficking and distribution of a controlled substance. Today, we inflicted a critical blow to the methamphetamine trade in the Okmulgee area with the arrest of these individuals. These, uh, this group of outlawed dis, uh, distributed alarming amounts of this highly addictive drug, made enormous profits while peddling their illicit wares. Love the way some of these organizations within the government speak they preach to the rest of us i'm not suggesting meth is a good thing but i'm just pretty much over the whole authoritarian thing anywho let's fast forward to uh september of 2019 this from justice.gov the united states attorney's office eastern district of oklahoma where the wind comes whipping down the plane <laughs> Headline, 29 defendants indicted for drug conspiracy, international money laundering, money laundering conspiracy, and or related charges. Headline comes from Muskogee, uh, Oklahoma. United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of uh, Oklahoma announced that Enrique Pacheco, McAllister, Liliana Alvarez Soto of Oklahoma City, they go, blah, 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 a bunch more, yada, yada, all of these people. There's 29. I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, Muskogee residents, uh, is it all 29, are uh, charged with conspiracy to distribute controlled substances 
uh, with some of the defendants additionally charged with other crimes, including international money laundering, money laundering, conspiracy, distribution of possession or possession of uh, with intent to distribute methamphetamine, heroin and or cocaine, cocaine. The uh, indictment also alleged on certain dates, uh, the defendants uh, transferred, transmitted and attempted to transmit and transfer funds by wire transfer from a place in the United States to a place outside of the United States with the intent to promote the carrying on of a specified unlawful activity. So, I had no idea that Oak Mulgee was, in that general area of Oklahoma, was such a hot spot for the drug trade. But apparently, it is, if history is uh, any indication. And then, again, credit where credit is due, it was Jeffy who suggested that the... This could be the distribution point for a massive um, drug ring that basically distributes to the entire United States. Think about the scrapyard. I mean, how many uh, loads of uh, scrap metal go into a scrapyard, come out of a scrapyard, if they're crushing cars, sending them off to recycling plants? I mean, who... Last time you went down the road and you saw a big truck carrying big, you know, those big cubes of metal and stuff that they, you know, after they've smashed all the stuff down, it ends up in a cube, which is really kind of cool to watch when they do it. But how many uh, people think, wow, I bet they're transporting drugs inside those big cubes of smashed up metal. Brilliant idea. You put the drugs, you hide the drugs in, or the money in there. You can distribute it to pretty much anywhere because you're sending off the recycling. And it's pretty centrally located. I mean, if you're running a massive drug operation, you're likely going to you know, have more than one hub of, uh, of operations. But it's a decent chunk of the United States that you can get to uh, from Oak Mulgee. Um, this from TulsaWorld.com. May 26th, 2022. State agents, Bartlesville Police bust large-scale meth trafficking ring, Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics says. State agents arrested 13 people Wednesday. This again was uh, earlier in the year. Uh, after a months-long investigation into a meth trafficking or, uh, organization, according to a state drug law enforcement agency. Since the fall of 21, the OBN has seized 35 pounds of meth and 96 firearms related to the investigation. The organization shipping anywhere from 10 to 25 pounds of meth into northeastern Oklahoma from the West Coast on a weekly basis. Shipments would then be moved onto the streets in Washington County, Nowata County, and parts of Kansas. So with all of this and the fact that uh, the guys were, you know, they're out just for the bike ride with... Well, the trailers attached to their bikes. They're out there. Gonna, they're going to hit a big lick. They're going to hit a big lick that's big enough for all of them. And the dude who, or dudette, I don't know if it was a he or a she, but remember they asked somebody to come along with them. This person said, no, 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 not um, I'm good. Is either the luckiest person on the planet no because joke. they did not end up bullet riddled and hacked into little pieces or 
they rolled over and uh, told whoever was going to be hit by this big lick that they were about to be hit by a big lick. Thereby warning the um, the victims of the purported thought crime, which then well, we know how it ended. So, I bet if that's this was what a, happened. I bet that's what happened. It has to be a cartel thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cartel. I mean, it's, somebody said mob. I, I believe cartel because of the drugs. Yeah, cartel is the is is the new mob. But who would have thought Oklahoma? I know Oakmulgee, Oklahoma, of all places. But it's the perfect place to hide in plain sight. It is eleven thousand people. Just, yep, it's just southeast of Tamp of uh, of uh, Tulsa, Tulsa. Uh, and yep. when I would drive to Tulsa every other week. I would, uh, there's an exit for Oak Mulgee right on the toll road. And you ever stop I, in there. I never stopped in there because it's, it's uh, quite a bit of a ways South, but I always thought, dicey. you know, there's some weird names in this state. Uh huh. Well, it's Indian stuff, right? It is. It's all native American stuff. Indian. Those crazy Indians yeah. feather, not die. Yeah, Cause the town but, I was going to where the, where the place is I worked is called Sepulpa. 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 There, who was it uh, in one of the Star Wars movies? A little uh, the the guy who ran the junk shop in Star Wars didn't uh, Sepulpa? Didn't is that what he used to say? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that it was. But you don't you don't riddle somebody with bullet holes, then cut them into pieces, then throw them into a stream without intending to send a message. It's just uh, it had not to have been a do. message, or they would have never been found. Right. You got to think about it. It was a message. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So again, we may be way off base. We are just speculating, and again, I I, I feel bad for the people that are left behind. Whether let's just assume that the folks in the families didn't know what they were getting into. I don't know, but the kids especially, you know, now don't have a dad. Uh, in some cases, there, and it's just, I mean, it's awful. That is not the way anybody wants to go. But again, you play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Much like the uh, the who who sent the video this morning? Who tweeted that? Was it Squish, the the dude on the motorcycle? Yeah, Squish. Well, uh, we'll get is that that's something else I want to I want to understand exactly what's going on there. But uh, uh, first, remember to uh, stop by our. Well, it's a website, so you stop by or you simply click on it. Uh, MyPillow.com. Get yourself a pair of the moccasin my slippers uh, because winter is coming. It's going to be a brutal one, too. It's going to be a brutal winter. Brutal. Have you seen where they're going to have, like, blackouts, uh, rolling blackouts on the East Coast? I haven't seen anything about the winter yet other than I've heard people say it's going to be brutal. But so see, I far, don't, I we've... don't need another brutal winter. That's true. You pay, was that two years ago, three years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, two two winters ago when you lost power, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit. But the the whole East Coast, especially if you live on the East Coast, they say you're going to be suff, uh, suffering from rolling blackouts uh, over the course of the winter. Um, thank you, Joe. Uh, so get yourself a pair of warm slippers in the meantime, just in case. And these are really comfortable slippers. Over at uh, MyPillow.com. Promo code is Mojo50. You get them for 
less than $50, and I promise you they are so comfortable, especially if you're standing on your feet all day, you come home, you take off your work shoes, you put these on, and you'll thank you. When you put these on, your feet will thank me. Promo code MOJO50 over at MyPillow.com. All right, uh, let's uh, see what they're saying in the uh, Twitter channels. Be from the SAV. I drive by this almost every Friday morning about this time. Makes me laugh every time I see it. What is it? Camouflage. If he would have the gun, put the gun down, then he would have been here right now. I don't get it. That's not as funny as the Fetterman thing. Oh, yeah. If you have if you haven't seen the the uh, tweet thread on Fetterman this morning, uh, with what's his name Tim Tim's no, photoshopped Matt. ideas Matt Matt's idea shop. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's uh, does he? I guess he does this all the time. He like takes pictures and makes them different. <laughs> makes them uh, anyway. He made he made. Uh, fetterman's head really tiny and then if you follow the thread the head gets tinier and tinier and tinier as he goes through <laughs> and then he gets accused by uh, uh lefties uh matt does uh for b- just being mean to fetterman fetterman has a very in fetterman is if you aren't familiar he's running for uh uh office up in pennsylvania and he's up against uh mehmet oz but he, I mean, dude is still recovering from a stroke. Yes. Does he have the mental capability to hold public office right now? It's not a sin to not be physically fit to run for public office. I mean, he cannot put sentences together in a lot of cases. He has to read with the interview he did with uh, the, the chick from MSNBC or CNBC, whatever it was. He had to like read the questions on a little program. As she's saying them to him because he couldn't comprehend. Basically a teleprompter or close captioning. Yeah. Right. Because he couldn't make, I mean, that seems to me like it might be a bit of a limitation uh, that maybe you ought to take some more time to recover before you run for public office. But then what do I know? Um Uncooperative at best says uh, there was a chief of police in Wetlika arrested for distributing meth this summer. Wetlika is right by Oak Mulgee. Man, I guess the meth business is doing pretty well. We should have gone into the meth business instead of the mojo business, Ron. We'd be sitting pretty okay. right now. We'd have mansions in Oak Mulgee. Um, Zippy the Monk says the uh, shake and bake meth lab is chemicals, not giving the recipe in a Gatorade bottle with a lithium battery, and they shake it to make meth. Who the hell thought of that? I'm, the first time that I, where was I? I was at a pharmacy getting the stuff, the cold medication that you have to get behind the counter because it's got um, pseudoephedrine in it. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, yeah and, and, and the pharmacist had was, well, Sudafed is one of them, yeah, but yeah. there's other. You can get the store brand and save money, not buy the name brand. Same true. stuff. Yep, true. But pseudoephedrine uh, is one of the ingredients in making meth, and she was telling me about the others. And, you know, one of them is battery acid, the other, uh, Drano. Who was the first dumbass to 
hey, you know what? I got a bottle of Drano. Let's mix some of that in. I mean, how do you even get to that stage where you know to get battery acid? Was it a brilliant chemist like Walter White who said, well, you know, the active ingredient in Drano is blah, 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 and that when you add it to this will create this reaction which will... Or did they just start pouring Drano into their drugs? Um... Dr. Mojo Martian, looking for things to validate your opinion is boring. I prefer challenging my opinion. More people should get out of their echo chambers and try that. Isn't this the same guy who keeps telling uh, uh, us to, to, to try, try to stop trying to put the Bible, uh, insert biblical references into things? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Just, I'm just making an observation, Dr. Martian. <laughs> I mean, may or may not hold water. Um, dang it, Chris, uh, dang it, Chris, minister of truth, dealing drugs is bad. The government doesn't like the competition. Yes. That's the thing that gets me is the, the government out there, they try to act holier than now when they are just as big of a uh, contributor to the problem as any individual is in the state, uh, over in the rumble chat room. I do not trust that guy, says Missy13. Nor do I. Who's she talking about, Ron? Don't know. Probably no Fetterman or Oz. Or, or you. Or Could me. be you. Could be me. Could be talking about you. Uh, and Jerome says, why not? Our borders have been open for 12 years since Obama. And Carrie says, how many licks does it take to get to the end of a big lick? <laughs> the world may never know. Right. Brad. Right. Exactly. I think that's... Uh, I think it's a great point. Uh, should we do the... Um, now I'm going to save that uh, that story for next hour because it is... We, this, there's a weird, weird story I found on the, mm. on the uh, New York Post site. Do I do that? Nah, I've got to wait. You'll, uh, we'll do it after the, after the top of the, the hour. It is, I see what you're doing there. It's a big, t it's weird though. It's really weird and it involves breasts. And not in a good way. That's the weird thing. It's just really bizarre. Uh, I'm telling when you hear it, you're going to, it's going to, it's cringy. It is definitely cringeworthy and you're going to go, oh, it's going to make you do that. Are I you doing, you. are you going to play that video of that guy reading that book? You're not going to play that, are you? And that wasn't what I was thinking of in this case. Um, the dude reading the middle school book. That is this atrocious is a, to me, man. Holy cow. The guy, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I put it out there on, on Twitter. I just may let that one, uh, I would recommend I'm just going to retweet it so it's back up at the top. Like, here's the thing: um, the fact that we're questioning whether we should play it or not, right, should tell you that it shouldn't be in a freaking middle school library. It's right. It, yeah, and it's. I'm not a prude, and in hearing what he said, wouldn't I mean if I'm reading a book, it wouldn't bother me one way or the other, especially if it was in context, of course. But realizing that they are suggesting it for middle schoolers is just beyond stunning in my in my view. But again, that's maybe just me. You uh, look into it and see what you can decide. Um, out in Vegas, because uh, th this one caught my eye yesterday, the Las Vegas Review-Journal 
Headline Health District reports first death of Clark County resident with monkeypox. We haven't heard much about monkeypox lately, have we? This is uh, dated yesterday. Man with uh, monkeypox has died, according to the Southern Nevada Health District. It's the first death of a Clark County resident, my home county, diagnosed with monkeypox. He was older than 50, had underlying medical conditions, according to the health district, which said the death was attributed to other causes. It's a tragic situation. Our uh, sympathies are with his family and friends. So he simply had it. He didn't die of it. But he had monkeypox when he died. It's almost as though they're trying to stoke some fear. Yeah. It seems that way, doesn't it? I mean, especially given the fact that if you look at uh, the tweet from the San Francisco Chronicle a couple of days ago, is there really a COVID nightmare variant spreading? Here's what the experts say. I think that deserves uh, that. Uh, do it's a nightmare variant, they say, due to its apparent ability to evade immunity and dampen some therapies, but infectious disease experts say it's too soon to ju- uh, jump to such an alarmist conclusion. Huh. Weird. But it could be a nightmare variant. I mean, winter is, after all, coming. Blackouts along the East Coast. And a nightmare COVID variant that is resistant to everything, including gunfire. Are we not? The fact that they're trying to push this out there leads me to believe people aren't buying into the COVID stuff anymore. When when we went to the fair, there was a the section in the, one of the buildings where you could lay down in uh, the recliners that have massagers in them. Right. And I mean, you would never see that, obviously, during you know, the year that wasn't. But now people are just laying all over each other. Getting right up. And you, you saw about five or six masks during the course of the day. But for the most part, people are like licking on the, you know, the, the reclining massage chairs. In each other's faces, don't seem to, nothing seemed to be bothering anybody with regard to COVID. No food everywhere. I think maybe uh, people have wised up which is why they're trying to push the nightmare variant. I did hear, again, it's funny that the conversations you overhear in different offices. I was in an office, won't tell you where, but I was in an office the other day and I heard a couple of people talking in the back, uh, you know, where we weren't allowed as the common folk to go. But I heard one of the people say to another one, yeah, I got my, I got my COVID booster and I got my flu shot uh, over the weekend. And as I sat there shaking my head, uh, but again, if you want to do that, great. If you feel like you need to go get a COVID booster and a flu shot, great. I have never taken a flu shot. And again, I just, my reasoning may be flawed. It's not because I'm anti-vax. It was my, literally my reasoning has always been, it's like insurance in Vegas at the blackjack table. You either always get it or you never get it. Or you never get it. Yep. Right which I chose to never get, you know, blackjack insurance. So I did the same thing with a flu shot. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm never going to get it uh, because I get the flu so rarely 
that, you know, why, why screw up my average? And, you know, last year, you know, it was last year, almost a year ago, I, you know, ended up with a COVID pneumonia. Maybe I should have gotten the jab, huh, Ron? Maybe I should have done it. I wouldn't have ended up in the hospital for four uh, man, days. Man, I don't know. I, I see that's. Or the thing. I might have ended up in the hospital for four days. You may have ended up in the hospital because, quite honestly, right. I think the COVID vaccine does different things to different people. Um, hell, it's done stuff to me that I didn't anticipate or that I didn't think would happen. But it hasn't killed me yet. Being the operative word. There was a great me. It was a cartoon. I saw it on Twitter, and it, it was, I think it was one of those uh, Willy Wonka uh, memes, and it said, I can take off my tinfoil hat, but you can't take off your spike proteins. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen that yep, one? Yep, sure did. Like, Ouch, hit, that hit, one hurt. Hit, hit home a little bit there. Thank you. I know. And I'm not jabbing you. I just, because oh, anybody, no, somebody want to get it, get it. I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> All right, the cringe story. I'm telling you, it's going to freak you out next. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jeremy House. Authorities in a region in southern Ukraine that's been annexed by Russia say at least four civilians have been killed by Ukrainian shelling of a river crossing. Russia is threatening to revive old nuclear fears in Central Europe. Fighting around Ukraine's nuclear power installations and Russia's threats to use nuclear weapons have reawakened nuclear fears in Europe. This is especially felt in countries like Poland and Romania, which border Ukraine and would be particularly vulnerable in case of a radiological disaster. Poland recently drew up a plan to distribute tablets, offering some protection from radiation exposure, and is carrying out an inventory of the shelters it has to protect its civilian population. The period of peace that followed the collapse of the Soviet Union has lulled governments into neglecting their civil protection plans. I'm Charles Dilatesma. A new poll shows voters are still concerned about high gas prices. With the midterm elections less than three weeks away, most voters are still worried about high gasoline prices and give President Biden low marks for his energy policy. The latest Rasmussen Report's online and telephone survey finds that 38% of likely U.S. voters rate Mr. Biden good or excellent for the way he is handling energy policy. 46% rate Mr. Biden poor on the issue. That's correspondent Bernie Bennett reporting. Officials say Pakistan's Elections Commission has disqualified the country's former Prime Minister Imran Khan for five years from holding public office on charges of unlawfully selling state gifts and concealing assets. Politically connected billionaires from Russia and Venezuela are at the center of a 49-page criminal indictment that reads like a how-to guide on circumventing U.S. sanctions. Charges were unveiled this week in New York against seven individuals. On Wall Street, Dow futures are off 123 points. NASDAQ futures down 79. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'll bet you've noticed there are food shortages happening just about everywhere. If you think it'll get worse before it gets better, don't get caught unprepared to feed your family. Prepare with Mojo50.com. 
This is an important reminder. Don't miss this week's exciting shows with Erskine right here. We've got some very special guests and revealing topics this weekend. So make a note, mark your calendar, text yourself. Join me here for Erskine this weekend. You'll hate yourself Monday if you miss us. You've looked around and you've noticed that things are pretty unstable right now. It's hard to find abundance where we once knew it. If you think things might get worse before they get better, you'd be wise to visit preparewithmojo50.com. It's our trusted source for emergency food, survival tools, water and air filtration, and more. Top quality and money-saving discounts for you as a Mojo listener. Be prepared to protect and feed your family in the event of an emergency. Preparewithmojo50.com. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call now, 800-493-6114, Call now, again, 800-493-6114. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. The Daily Mojo. All right, let's see here over in the Rumble chat room. Great handle indeed. Take me there. Alex Jones is Alex Jones. Save the frogs. He talks discernment and the second net. Maybe they meant, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're still uh, passing the hooch around there in uh, in the Rumble chat room. Over on uh, Twitter, um, let's see, uh, Wisconsin Jackal, real Ron Phillips talking about the uh, jab killing him. Shut your dirty whore mouth. You aren't going anywhere. You don't get out of this that easily. Yeah. Nice, I nice hope, try, I hope though. that's the case, yeah. Uh, Planned Parenthood is now offering free vasectomies. D- okay. That's actually a good thing, isn't it? Planned Parenthood is offering free vasectomies. Yeah. It's going to offer uh, 60 free vasectomies to uninsured men in Missouri next month. It will then provide 40 free vasectomies in Iowa. Why not all the time? Yeah, why not all the time, actually? That's a great question. They why could not shift all the time? from doing abortions to vasectomies. That would work, wouldn't it? Right. Same outcome, isn't it? Except you're not killing anyone. Well, there's that. I mean, yeah. But the... Uh, seems like a decent idea. Uh, the Over at the Washington Examiner, they say, say what you want about Planned Parenthood, but this is a good idea. If more pro-choice and promiscuous men had vasectomies, it would reduce the number of abortions occurring in the United States. Well, there you have it. So just a smidge of uh, good news for a change. Uh, 
right, do I is it is it time to um is it time to do the uh, uh okay the story <laughs> just it's a toughie, isn't it? I mean this is a tough this is a tough story. And I think quite frankly, I think this is another one where for whatever That's reason, a, you're gonna have to fix the video again. I don't know why. Oh, crap, keeps, I don't. What happens every time I every time I touch it, it gets bigger. <laughs> uh, See what I did there? It just it gets bigger. Um, <clears throat> it's not that it's California. Bigger, Brad, it's that it's not on your screen. I know. Well, every time I touch it, it jumps. It's like my fingers are magic or something, but not really magic enough to make it do the right thing. Story of my life. California mother of six unlocking a new fear for pregnant and nursing moms across the globe after revealing on TikTok that her nipple fell off and nearly choked her infant son while she was breastfeeding him. I latch my baby on, he's nursing, and then he stops. Brooke, who goes by the handle at Brooke So Be Brooke So Basic says in a video shared to her trending, uh, I wish I knew this TikTok video series. I really want to show people this. what she looks like. Uh I'm trying here. It's it's uh hold on a second. If I every time I touch it, it goes the wrong way. I know this sounds like a personal problem. There, did I get it uh, reasonably? Uh, here we go. Positive, the baby's gaining weight until I noticed the latch was not so good. My nipple started to turn black at the base and white at the tip. That's a signal for bad blood flow. There's no blood flow getting through the nipples. That's a dead nipple and dead tissue. I latched my baby boy on. He's nursing and he stops. I'm looking down. He's kind of choking. My nipple broke off. And he had it in his mouth. Oh, oh! I mean, look, there are a few things I've that never I heard appreciate about being a man. That's probably one of them. I have never ever heard of this. Have you? Nope. I've heard of them Not being bitten off. Now I can understand it. I think if she had breast surgery and they had to replace the nipple. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, re-sew it back on or whatever. appears to, maybe maybe it's because she's breastfeeding, because she appears to have a large set of mammary yes, glands. Does. But yes, she does. I don't know whether they were enhanced. If they were enhanced and they had to, you know, move the nipple or replace it, that could probably be the reason for the lack of blood flow. I just, I, this, this was so shocking it, the, the video on TikTok has had more than a million and a half views. She's a 32 year old stay at home mom leading up to the harrowing event. Her nipple had started to turn black at the base. Why did that? I mean, at that point, don't you think something's wrong? Maybe we, and maybe she did. I bet she, she put this out there. So I feel it's fair to discuss the options she didn't understand what was happening to her body she knew the discoloration which uh, was a symptom of vasospasm occurs when the blood vessels supplying the nipple tighten reducing blood flow to the area i mean when i read this i grabbed my own it may be that uncomfortable <laughs> oh yeah i'm pretty sure um, i'm pretty sure she had been enhanced and and something something was wrong or it wasn't working like it was supposed to because look, look, look! Stop right there. 
those are those appear to be enhanced. If you ask me, I could be wrong. I'm not a woman. They're just big boobs. They could be oh, big. You boobs. might be a woman. They could be big boobs. Just big boobs. She, it could be because she was pregnant and now she's breastfeeding, and they could be right. You know, just I mean, large look, boobs. But the bottom line is, is a in a natural nipple. I can't see doing what she just said. One that had been nope. moved. Maybe yeah. You yeah. Know, and I maybe just have, again never heard of it. Here I but am again, trying to it, be scientific with my with my trying analysis. to be a woman and uh, trying to be if you, if, you, if, well. if you just go on the if you go on the Ulta podcast you can decide whether or not you know uh, nope. how women should live. By the way, Whiskey Six I mean, says he was in a band called Dead Nipples, and uh, I think they opened for screaming buttholes. Necrosis. But anyways, yeah. Screaming buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the same folks who uh, brought us uh, oh my God, the, what is that? the podcast. Oh, you like that? The podcast where uh, we had. Uh, oh, I look back and I was like, oh, my God, all the opportunities waiting. And how cool that the world waited for me to find my girlhood, to find this gender so that they could really introduce me to everyone. And I know I'll play a girl one day. Of course, that is the beauty of podcast with Ulsa Beauty, and the uh, it's called uh, the beauty of uh, girlhood with Dylan Mulvaney. Um, they have others that are, are uh, noteworthy out there as well, including this one, the beauty of fatness with Virgie Tovar. Are rightfully negative because of health reasons, mm, right? Right, and so we've got this. I mean, oh, I could. I mean, I could go into this for a million years. I, I will parenthetically say that our notion of health is deeply flawed, problematic, and kind of living in the 1800s. Like the BMI was invented in the 1800s. Okay. Mm. Um, See, by like, Europe, by European men. By, yeah, yes. by like this Pretty sure that Belgian mathematician. He wasn't even a physician. What? <laughs> no way. No, I'm pretty sure he's gay. I just there was something that was telling no. me little, uh, something made my brain. So the way think he kissed, is he's it? gay. So the way he kisses. I, so I, the way he kisses. I can tell you. Uh, I, this is the okay. She has large memories too. She has, this is the beauty of she fatness. Has large memories. Uh, yes, and large they are not uh, well too. covered. She does have large cheeks, uh, indeed. Uh, she's discussing, and they are discussing wow. together the, the beauty of fatness. This was released on September 29th of this year. And he ended up becoming the grandfather of eugenics. Now, actually, I do agree with her on the BMI thing because I think the BMI body mass index it's is a bunch of horse crap. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she's using it to suggest that being fat is beautiful. So, like, just to contextualize how we're defining health, it's by a Belgian mathematician from 1830 mm. who was the grandfather of eugenics. So, yeah. end parentheses. Um, so, like, you know, <laughs> right? Like, in fact, fat phobia is an actual legitimate form of discrimination. Okay. Now, let's stop right there because, uh, again, you're using phobia in the wrong sense. It's like being transphobic. I'm not afraid. I am. I'm uh, arachnophobic. Well, am I arachnophobic? Am I scared of spiders? I just don't like them. I might. I might have a touch of arachnophobia because I'm. I'm afraid that, that that spiders could hurt me, and some can. I'm not afraid fat people can hurt me. I are one. I'm not afraid trans uh, people can hurt me. 
I kicked there, except that one chick, man. <laughs> Would not fight. But no, there's a difference between being uh, critical of something and being phobic of something. And people who are fat shaming other people, they're not phobic. The, the comments on this one are fascinating, actually, because Ulta turned off the comments on the other beauty cast with the two dudes talking like women. This one, uh, again, features Virgie Tovar, author, activist, and expert in weight-based uh, weight discrimination. I think we qualify for that job. Uh, she has taken her body back from a fat-phobic society, society and is feeling the sun on her stomach once again. Join us as we talk to Virgie about the history of fat-phobia, its impact on gender expression, and the ever-changing beauty industry. Now, they left the comments open on this one for whatever reason. The comments are fascinating and probably, I think, mainstream. Uh, Divining Rod says, I love you guys without meeting you genuinely, but calling out being overweight is not bigotry. It isn't hate. Not telling the truth to ourselves and others is anti-love. I've coped with food my whole life, and it was about underlying past trauma, and since starting the process, enabled me to have a more natural discipline. This is important to get without needing to throw rocks at someone who is struggling, which she is. Another person said Ulta is promoting uh, unhealthy lifestyles. I don't think yeah. people should be bullied because of their weight. However, being obese is unhealthy, shouldn't be glorified. Now, we've, we've called out people for being fat. And I'm fat. I'm Ron's fat. fat. But here's the thing. He's fat and ugly. And he's dealing with to a double blow from the ugly To get people's attentions, in my opinion, and I've got Cal on the line. To get people's attentions, in my opinion, you should. You're the advocate <clears throat> of the person who's fat or ugly or whatever the case may be that right. we're trying to mainstream now, the advocate should not be one of those. In other words, a fat person doesn't need to sit out there and go, fat is beautiful, fat is fine, fat is blah, blah, blah. It should be a skinny person. And that's my opinion because the skinny person can speak to how difficult it might be for someone who's taking steroids to stay skinny or how difficult it might be for someone with a thyroid issue to stay skinny. How'd you know what my problem was? I don't know. I was just, the I, thyroid maybe issue. I'm thinking incorrectly too, but well, but no, I don't. And speaking I of that, I ugly, think they should be advocates, right? Skinny people should be, well, they should be allies for us fat Correct, people. Yeah. If you want to make us feel better about ourselves, be our ally. Um, and I didn't mean to imply that fat and ugly was Cal, but, uh, he just happened to be here when we said fat and ugly. Hi, Cal. Hey, it's big boned. All right. <laughs> big, thank you. Big boned with a thyroid condition. It's, it's That's right. It's people normalizing the, uh, being fat. Fat is not a good thing. I can tell you I've been skinny. I've been fat. I prefer being a little skinnier. It's tough to lose weight. I'll give you that too. Well, there are ways to do it that, it was that are all based on a white man in um, Europe um, who was the right. founder of eugenics. What they have to right. talk like that? I just, that's a good question. Where they end everything with a question? I don't know why they do that. <laughs> so up at the end, but, no. right? They do. Fat people are just fat. I mean, th some people can pull off fat. I mean, I've seen uh, what's that chick on uh, TikTok? The 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 big chick. Uh, the model, Ron, you know, you're all into oh, that stuff. That's Ashley Graham. 
Stop talking yeah, about thank Ron you. like that. <laughs> yeah, Ashley Graham. Notice he, he knew exactly who it was. Uh, Ashley Graham, she's not, and I don't know that, is Ashley what you call fat? She's just big. I mean, she's proportion. Uh, she's big, yeah. She's big in proportion. I think if you're but over I, an unhealthy weight, you're fat. I mean, I am, you know, fat. <laughs> I'm I, not think that's, I think that's correct. I mean, but... I mean, it's it's who decides what's healthy and unhealthy. And if you go by BMI, that's horseshit. Yeah, yeah I believe that too. Back to a place where we have to like all these people want their feelings heard, want their feelings like met. You're not you're not listening to me and my feelings by you saying right. that I'm fat and pointing out the obvious. Only puts a mirror in front of me, quite literally and figuratively, and shows me how unhealthy I am. It shows me my insecurities and shows me. You know that I'm doing something wrong and pointing all that out. They don't like that. They don't. They want to. They want to live in a, in, in no. a fantasy land where everything is, uh, you know, perfect. And you're you're awesome no matter right. what you do. You're awesome if you're a and, pedophile. You're awesome if you're fat. You're awesome if you're a criminal. Nothing's right. wrong. I, and if you like being fat, that's great. I mean, it's not healthy. Let's be honest. It is not healthy. I know that I'm at an unhealthy weight. I get it. Um, but and everybody who is, I, I've never sat down and said, you know what? Damn, I look good. <laughs> I look good like this because I don't. But and I also know how difficult it is to lose weight. And but to sit up there and to say that it's okay to be this fat, it's really not because you're not doing yourself any favors. And there, and just to put a bow on this, the uh, one of the comments I thought was very appropriate in this one. Ulta, if you're going to be inclusive of everyone, which they say that they are, don't turn off your comment section. Actually stand by what you promote. Take the opinions of people who you disagree with you. Don't be cowards. Right? It's your YouTube channel, but that's that they nailed it because they took the comments down. They, they closed them for the one with the two dudes uh, sitting around talking like uh, talking about being chicks. When in fact, they're although the one... The one dude does look a lot like Betsy Brandt. I swear, and I've That's never seen the two of them. Okay. Uh. Have you ever seen a fat 90-year-old or a fat 80-year-old? Oh, not really. I can't think of one. Yeah, because yeah, they don't live that does. long. Yeah, it is. So it's, it's tough. Unhealthy. It's tough. It really is. I And you know what the problem is? Uh, it's Ron's fault. He's the reason I'm fat. Yeah. So he can kiss a good man's ass. All right. Uh, speaking of good men, what uh, what do we got on the uh, Cal's podcast of the week this week? Well, it sounds like you guys found a podcast of the week. I mean, this one this one sounds like it's, it's, right. you want to gouge your eyes out, take a listen to this. You, and, uh, right. You know, Do you want to go look at Fat Fat Fatties? <laughs> exactly. If you want to hear about some really sick and twisted people in history, check out Behind the Bastards. So this is a podcast um, all about, you know, the, the, the mouths and Bastards. the Hitlers and, the, and the, uh, all the horrible people throughout history. But it's, it's a bit too, a bit like, it goes a little bit deeper on why these people who are, they are. So like, um, what were the books that Hitler read before he became a crazy, you know, a fascist? What were some of the CIA's, um, you know, questionable tactics? When they came up with programs like uh, MK Ultra, uh, you know, uh, some of these questions that you know just you know maybe you want to answer before you delve into it, but it, it cracks open some of those uh, cases on some of the 
evil bastards in history. Uh, the MK Ultra always catches my eye because of the CIA uh, and, and the fact that uh, remember the guy that they uh, what was the dude's name? He jumped out the window, like the thirteenth uh, floor, fourteenth floor of the hotel in New York. They say he committed suicide, but he was part of the MK Ultra program. And um, it's a fascinating story. I wonder if they get into this in there because uh, looks like the MK Ultra is a uh, multi-part story. The CIA to destroy free will uh, with their MK Ultra. That's a fascinating bit, Brad. Right. The government will never do anything to hurt Americans. They love you. They love you. They want the government wants nothing but good uh, health and good times for its citizens. They wouldn't want to hurt you. They wouldn't want to do anything that would jeopardize your safety. Wow, they I can't believe anyone would ever even suggest that. That is just sick they and disgusting. Get ice and puppy dogs. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's all they want to do. Um, all right. So this was done by the History Channel, right? No, no, no. Sorry, it was not. Uh, that's just in the description. There's a reason the History Channel produced hundreds of documentaries about Hitler, but only a few about Dwight D. Eisenhower. The inference being that uh, it, it really is kind of true. Bad bad guys are far more fascinating than good guys, aren't they? It's like it's I why mean, we're we're crazed with serial killers. You see now, like the whole resurgence of Jeffrey Dahmer because of that Netflix series, and people are all yeah back into Jeffrey yep. Dahmer again. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Women think I don't he's get, sexy or something like that. I that's the part I don't get because even first of all he was gay, uh, and you know he liked to eat his conquests. A little weird, but uh, I did. Uh, looking at Jeffrey Dahmer, he does not look to me. I mean, I'm secure enough in my manhood. I can look at another man and say, you know what, that's a good looking man right there. That doesn't mean you know I want to do you know butt stuff. I'm just saying that's a good looking man right there. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer to me. I don't look at him and go, wow, that's a good looking man right there. Do you? It goes back to the point that uh, women are obsessed with uh, guys that are not good for them. You know, like girls always like to eat That's why the nice and guys I would, never get it. I would like suggest to you. Them, uh, they're, they're attracted to psychopaths, but the guy who's nice. <laughs> This was me in high school. Like I was always nice and doing good things and compliments, and and I I, I never got nearly as much action as the guy who treated them like, you know, right. And then, uh, ate Isn't their, that their the way organs. of it too? That is so true because it's like the hot babes were always with the dudes who like dissed them and were mean to them, and we're like, hey, I'll treat you better. Hey, yeah. come over to my house. I'll show you a good time. No, I mean, I'm serious. I will. I'll show you a good time. They're like, ah, get out of here. Bobby, don't run away from me. I love you. That is the weirdest thing. You're right. It, but, you know, that thing about it's, women's it's intuition, true. I don't know if it's reliable. <laughs> I would suggest that uh, De- Jeffrey Dahmer was probably a bad idea uh, as far as dating goes. It just, yeah. he's going to eat Did you. Did you watch the series? I have not watched all of it. I've wa- I'm three episodes in, I think. And, uh, it it is. And I mean, the, the Jeffrey Dahmer story is fascinating to me because it's just so freaking weird. And the fact that the dude killed him in prison because the, of the Dahmer's sick sense of humor, at least that's what the guy said, because he would, Dahmer would leave like, um, cheese sticks with, uh, uh, like ketchup on them to look like severed fingers and stuff. 
Yeah, and he thought he was guy. being funny. But the guy who killed right. Matthew said God told him to do it. He said God spoke to him and uh, told him he had to kill him. Had to be his. Maybe, maybe his, he uh, did. Weapon or whatever. Maybe he did. Maybe it was like God's like, you know what? I forgot to clean this one up. Could you do it for me, please? Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. Right. It's easy to overlook someone like Dahmer. Um, all right. So it's uh, called Behind the Bastards. It's put Behind out by Bastards. Cool Zone Media. Cool Zone Media. Are you familiar with that company? There's a bunch of really interesting episodes. Two of them are about the father of gynecology. You didn't want to listen to that one. You know, it does kind of beg uh, the question who did. Well, I guess we did that, but answer the question who decided it was he that he was going to look at that in a whole new light you know i really want to get down there and take a look at you know the health side of things was he gay <laughs> I, whoever came up with that was not looking for health whoever decided like i want to explore it's, that area it was, it was a brilliant scam it's got to be one of the oldest <laughs> professions out there right Right. <laughs> let me let me take a look at that i think i can help way back in the caveman <laughs> days og was like right Excuse me. <laughs> Let me have a look. Let me take a I'm look a at that. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> a... I want to so badly tell the caveman joke, but I'm not going to. I really want to tell the caveman joke. All right. Uh, so the uh, Behind the Bastards podcast available uh, wherever you buy, sell, trade, or barter for your podcast. Is there a promo code this week? Um. <laughs> I think I'll be on the spot. The, the promo code is fat is beautiful. There fat is beautiful is the promo code. So when you go to CVS to get your copy of the Behind the Bastards uh, podcast, which is on an end cap at CVS, uh, just tell them that the promo code is fat is beautiful. They'll look at you strangely at first, but that's all part of the gig. Uh, and just shout it at them. Shout then it shout, you got to say fat is beautiful. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. Then you'll get the discount on the podcast. Yep. All right, uh, Cal, you're fat, you're beautiful, and I love you. I'm big boned, all right? I'm fatty liver. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fatty liver, big boned. Got it. See you, buddy. All right, I'll mark that, mark that down on his right. resume. <laughs> Let me take a look at that. I'm a professional. <laughs> Oh, wow. There's more weird stuff coming up on your Daily Mojo next. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5.0. Ron and Rocky from Abnormal Realities. Have you listened to the Tin Can Radio program? <laughs> oh, my God. That shit that comes in the can. Yep. No, you do it before I me. will try to. Do, no, we'll do it together. No, we won't. We didn't eat anus together. It wasn't part of the deal. Well, I'm not making that deal with you now. We're both at the nope. same time. Done. Boom. Done. See, Ron's in. Tin Can Radio. Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Mojo 5.0 or anytime on the Spreaker podcast app. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. 
There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Comments on the program yesterday over at Rumble. Rebel1954 says vendors get charged a huge amount to set up in those places. They really do. We're talking about the fair yesterday, the Texas State Fair, oh. and how much things like a um, like a uh, funnel cake cost, but, but, like 13 bucks. But they will make their entire revenue <clears throat> in those two weeks. In some cases, I'm yeah. sure that's true. I, I was thinking while we were standing there that their entire year because years worth. Well, of each each one of um, each one of the little food places had this very nice wrap on the front of their booth. You know, it was a, one of those wrap companies does it on vinyl, and they they and they're probably required to do that. They're required. Uh, you know, they have to pay X number of dollars to be there. They're charged. I'm sure every you want two chairs in your booth. Oh, that's going to be an extra. You know, $100, whatever they charge you by the chair. So, you know, I get it. They're charged through the nose and they have to, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to eat those costs if I'm, let's see what I did there. Uh, but yeah, it, but it just, it's unfortunate. I mean, again, you have to be fairly well to do to go to the fair and do anything. Well, even just getting in, you got a family of four. I mean, it's what, 50 bucks right there easily. And then drinks. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, and everything's so expensive there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is you. It's a rich man's sport, uh, other, you know, or you put it in you know on plastic and pay for it later. But yeah, I get it. Vendors get charged a lot, so it's the the state raking in some money. Um, and ironically, one of the exhibitors was a um, a lobbying group for the proposition in Dallas, I believe that is. Uh, they want to do a makeover on the fairgrounds because there's a lot of buildings there that are falling apart. Uh, and they want to use a, the visitor tax to pay for it, not, you know, local taxes. But if you are a visitor to the uh, Dallas County or whatever, uh, you know, you'd be paying more for hotel taxes and rental car taxes and everything else. Somebody's got to pay for everything. And, uh, it's like, Hey, screw the, uh, screw it to the tourists. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens. It's somebody's got to pay for it, right? Uh, speaking of the economy, home buyers are looking to relocate due to affordability, according to Redfin. And they are moving places. They are going different places. They are considering, uh, and the, the, the data is from uh, this past July and August, according to the company's migration report, 33% of Redfin users considered moving to another metro this year. Uh, that's an increase from 32% in the second quarter of this year and the highest level it's been 
since they began tracking migration back in 2017. The reason? Most of that relocation activity driven by home buyers who lived in coastal areas with expensive job centers wanted to move to a more affordable location. Then you get into the situation where you all these homes that are worth a gazillion dollars now, if you sell it, that's great. If you want to stay in the same area, you're going to have to, I mean, it's relative, you're going to have to spend that money on another exorbitant home. Correct. Unless you move somewhere else uh, where it's cheaper to live. Unless you buy a tiny house or a travel trailer. Right, which I'm not not opposed to, you know, the travel trailer idea. I could probably said I could live in a trailer by the river. Uh, 6% mortgage rates. Is that what they're up to now, 6 or 7%? Remember in, back in the seventies, what was the what was the top rate? Uh, I want to say it was like twelve, twelve percent, something like that. Let's see, historic mortgage rates, blah blah blah. Here we are, nineteen seventies. Nah, can't be right. Rates in nineteen seventy one, mid seven percent range. Nine point one percent in seventy four. Uh, they briefly dipped down the mid uh, to high eight percent range before climbing to eleven point two percent in nineteen seventy nine. Eleven point two percent. Remember earlier? Was it just last year? The year before? They were like zero percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've really the the people who are in charge of this of uh, you know the the economy and making uh, business work have done a fabulous job. Credit where credit is due. I mean, you just have uh, really knocked it out of the park, people. Idiots. Because it all started when... And the the worst part, I think, is the fact that a lot of this started because they hated Trump. They hated Trump. They didn't want to see him succeed. So they did everything in their power to undo anything that he did that was successful. And then the scamdemic, where they shut down the entire damn planet for the flu that we're now learning. Oh, by the way, the uh, Pfizer clip that we played uh, with the uh, Pfizer executive over in uh, Britain, I guess it was, where she said, you know, we never tested for transmissibility. The fact checkers are out there saying, well, that's not a big deal. They never said that they tested for transmissibility, blah, 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 blah. I think, I mean, when you see the fact checkers fly into action on something, it generally means it's true. That's the part that gets me because we were told by the president, you know, you've got to get this, you've got to get uh, vaccinated so you're not spreading it to everybody else, which turns out, you know, was a bunch of horse shit. And well, he did, you know, he, he just misspoke. Well, somebody should have corrected him. It should have been headlines that he was wrong, but it wasn't. Everybody just backed him up in the media. Yeah. That, which is what they do. They back him up every time in the media and Fauci. Remember the, the, the whole, I mean, all of it, anybody, how anybody can look back on, on the, crap that they told us and say well they just had our best interest in you know they made a couple of mistakes but what's the big whoop how you can look back on that and not just be astonished correct 
at the crap that they fed people, I, I don't get it. I just don't understand that mindset. I guess I'm just a conspiracy theorist. I'm just crazy. I'm wacky. I'm out of my head and I'm, I'm deluded. Welcome to the team, Brad. Welcome to the team. I really, I'm just, I really, this, this shirt, I need new conspiracy theories because all of my old ones came true. It's amazing how much of the stuff we were told were lies uh, that, that we were told were, were the truth turned out to be lies. All of this stuff and all of the, uh, the SCOTUS thing, the Roe v. Wade leaker. Remember that? Remember, by God, they were going to get to the bottom of that one, right? They were going to figure out who the hell it was that was leaking. Um, anybody? Anybody? Anybody heard anything lately about the... Uh... Yeah, really? I mean, they, do you think they're worried or even looking for the person who leaked? It's been almost, and this is over at CNN, it's been almost five months after the Supreme Court suffered one of the worst breaches of confidentiality in its 233-year-old history, triggering a rare investigation into the inner workings of the high court. The public has been left in the dark. Over the summer recess, two justices uh, suggested they expected to be updated about the status of the probe this fall, but no announcements have been made. Hmm. Weird, right? I mean, it's almost like they just don't care. Um, let's see here. Remember, uh, oh, yeah, the pipe bomber, January 6th. Remember him, her, they, them, Zim, Zed, Zer? By God, they were going to get to the bottom of that, right? Because that was what started the whole fracas to begin with. That's what got the hornet's nest stirred up was the pipe bomber. Mm -hmm. And that's what, they get, that's what got them moving all of our elected officials, bless their hearts, into, you know, secured locations. This is over at PBS. A year after January 6th, the FBI still hunting for the pipe bomb. By the way, this is earlier this year, like way earlier. But this is the, to, <laughs> to give you an example of how tough it is to find information, Google um, uh, January 6th pipe bomb, pipe bomb investigation. See if you find any current stories. Now, so going back a few months, a year after January 6th, FBI still hunting for pipe bomber and other insurrection suspects. The suspect covered head to toe, skulking through the dark streets of the nation's capital before methodically placing two explosive divisive, uh, two explosives outside the offices of the Republican and Democratic National Committee. Almost as though they wanted people to be just a smidge confused over which side they were politically leaning. Let's put them up in front of both the Republicans and the Democrat committees. Huh. <laughs> I mean, huh. Uh, only 17 hours later, just before the, the uh, U.S. Capitol was stormed by a sea of pro-Trump rioters. Again, it's PBS. Were the pipe bomb uh, pipe bombs discovered? Uh huh. It quickly became one of the highest priority investigations for the FBI and the Justice Department. Yeah, the poor FBI—they just can't seem to locate who the hell did it. They've got technology that uh, would shock us all, and yet for whatever reason, they just cannot locate whoever the hell put those bombs uh, in uh, front of the uh, two places. 
if you are wondering, speaking of January 6th, uh, how many died as a result of the Capitol riot? I mean, if you were going to, how many people would you say died as a result of the Capitol riot, Ron? Um, well, we know of at least five, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I'm I not even sure what the answer is. Eight, I don't know. Bob beats me because they keep moving the goalposts. This keep is at factcheck.org. Yeah. Uh, tweet uh, about late last year, the uh, representative AOC, which I found the uh, video of her being heckled. Uh, she said uh, resulted in almost 10 dead. She called for any member of Congress who helped plot uh, that particular uh, terror attack to be expelled. Almost 10 dead uh, is uh, deceitful, to, to say the least. Now, here's the line. At, and then, again, this is over at factcheck.org. So another lefty site. I want to call out the verbiage here. Quote from the article. There is reasoned debate about the number who died as a result of the Capitol riot, end quote. Notice how they don't say she was wrong. There they don't say reasoned no, the act- debate, reasoned debate. Yeah, right. But if you if you suggest uh, that the FBI was involved, you were just a conspiracy theorist. But they can have reasoned debate at factcheck.org over the number of people who died and reasoned debate over why AOC may or may not have been right. But if you suggest anything that they don't think is copacetic, then you're just a a whack job. But if you are someone like AOC, who is, you know, just speaks out of hand debate about the election being stolen. Uh, Great question. Is that reasoned reasoned debate? debate. You'd think it's not reasonable to think that, the, the, the right. systems were hacked. That's not reasonable right. to think. No, no, that's no. Oh, there's you been know what a proof. virus will do to your computer when you click on a link in an email. Yeah, but it's not reasonable to think You're that just these machines whack. got hacked. You are so whack. You're reasoned out there. Well, you debate. Trump. Trump's a rapist. Shut up. Mm-hmm. So the Trump supporters uh, who who died, the two heart attacks. Again, they don't go into detail about them being hit with the uh, smoke grenades, about the fact that the Capitol Police and or Metro Police were launching smoke grenades to drive the crowds toward the Capitol. They don't mention that. Um, and then the uh, but the, but the, the one where they, uh, I want to see the line here. Uh, they're talking about, and I always forget her name. Not Rosa, the woman who was. Uh, they, the woman who uh, was first, beaten. they said, yeah. "Yeah, who was beaten?" At first, said she was trampled. Then it was a drug overdose. Then we find out she was beaten by a DC cop. What was her name? Doc on it. I apologize for forgetting what it was. I'll get it to you. Uh, Roseanne Boylan. Got yep. it. Thank you, Roseanne Boylan. An accidental overdose. They list at factcheck.org. DC police also said on the uh, the day after the riot that Roseanne Boyland of Kennesaw, Georgia, suffered a medical emergency. The New York Times reported January 15th, Boyland died in a crush of fellow rioters during their attempt to, flight, uh, to fight through a police line. Huh. 
That narrative was furthered by prosecutors pressing criminal cases against some of the rioters who said that as rioters clashed with police, Boyland was dying after being trampled by the mob. Turns out she was actually beaten by a D.C. cop. But that's not reasoned debate, I suppose. Then you have um, the mystery as we as we come up on is the again is just astonishing the mystery of the Nord Stream explosions the mystery of the Nord Stream pipeline destruction and if again if you suggest that the United States had something to do with it you're just a whack job conspiracy theorist that is not reasoned debate even though we've done it in the past even though the United States, I think it was back in the 80s, used software with, uh, 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 with a virus or some malicious, uh, probably adware, probably uh, ads for Google popped up. But they used uh, uh, some sort of virus in software to blow up a, uh, a Russian or to damage a Russian gas line. So even though that there's precedent for the United States doing something like this, it couldn't possibly be that we had anything to do with the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline. How naive does one have to be? I really don't understand it. I don't, I really don't get it. But they just think that we're wacky for bringing stuff up. This is over at thedrive.com. I don't have any idea what the uh, drive is. I just happened upon this one. If it's on the internet, it has to be true, right? A mystery drone boat washes up near home of Russia's Black Sea Fleet. The unidentifiable unmanned surface vessel, which has features that could point, it, uh, could point to it being an explosive-laden suicide drone boat, appeared after a nearby blast. It's quite the good-looking little drone boat, isn't it? It's got the little uh, PTZ camera up there at the top, the light below it. Um... This is written by, I guess, the guy on, uh, if you follow him on uh, Twitter, his, his, uh, his Twitter handle is Frantic Goat. Russian authorities on the occupied Crimean Peninsula <clears throat> claim to have destroyed an unmanned surface vessel, or USV, as opposed to an SUV, near the uh, city of Sevastopol, which is the home to the headquarters of the Russian Navy's Black Sea Fleet. Pictures showing what could be the maritime drone in question, which has a number of features that could point to being an uncrewed, explosive-laden suicide boat washed up on a beach, have emerged on social media. A Russian Navy Project 775 Ropuka-class large landing ship, examples of which are known to be stationed in Sebastopol, is seen in the background of one of the images, lending further credence to the reports that they were taken near the city. Fascinating. I don't know who has the technology to create something like this. China? Maybe. Um, I don't know if that's uh, written, if that's, are those letters written on the sub itself or that's written on the photograph. But <clears throat> it would almost be fascinating if this is, and, and this is a surface vessel. I'm sure we have underwater drones. Wouldn't it be possible 
that a country such as ours would have underwater drones that they could fly down, you know, in the water down to the Nord Stream pipeline. And maybe, yeah. Is that reason debate? Where's that crazy whack job stuff? Hmm. Um, altogether, what we can see immediately, this uh, unmanned or uncrewed surface vessel could be configured for surveillance and reconnaissance type missions. Maybe nothing might be something. But uh, this, again, when you, when you start searching for the Nord Stream investigation, things like this pop up. And where are we as far as the Nord Stream pipeline bombing is concerned, the investigation into that act? Try, you, good luck out there trying to find any, any true investigation into it. I mean, we heard, what was it, Sweden? Was it Sweden said that they Sweden knew something they, that they were? Well, yeah, that they weren't going to release because it was, it was uh, I don't know, something about national oh, security. Oh, they're not going to release that stuff. Nope, nope, nope. Not going to do it. National security issues. We're right. Not talk about it. We're not going no, to. No, We're not going to be a part of the joint nope. investigation. Nope. Yep. We. It's a little odd. And again, you can't tell me that there aren't satellite freaking images and video of what was happening in that area at the time or prior to the explosions. They can find. A bazillion people, okay, maybe a bazillion is stretching it. They can find eight, 900 people uh, that were at the Capitol using all these sophisticated techniques that they have, but they can't use a satellite to say, you know what, let's find out. I mean, that's what I do. That's kind of common sense. Maybe I'm just wacky again. I'm saying, okay, let's pull up the video of that area of the ocean, you know, like right over where the explosions were. Let's pull up the video from Satellite 21B. And let's just see what happened over there. And let's just see if we can see what was going on in the, uh, you know, the, 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 the decks of the ships. Did we see anybody launching stuff? Did we not see anybody launching stuff? I mean, it just, at some point you have to. It just dawned on me why Bigfoot's still a mystery. Why? Because they because then that's something that the government can fall back on and say, look, we haven't even been able to find the you know Bigfoot. Nobody can take a good right. picture of him. So you know, blah blah blah. But yet you see what happened during January sixth. They took the imagery and freaking hijacked everybody at their homes. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. It's, all of that it's to fall back on your use. comment about being able to don't they have satellite imagery of that part of the ocean? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we don't know. Why wouldn't they? I mean, how many satellites are up there? There's a bunch of satellites up there. But right. Not all of them are shooting video all the time or taking pictures all the time of a specific area. Now, you would think that they might line something up because it is the pipeline, but right. who knows? Especially after uh, the, uh, uh, the debate. Or not the debate, but the uh, press conference where the president of the United States said, oh, we have, no, we we can take Nord Stream out. And again, it is a, it's the, it's the lifeline for Russia. I'm not defending Russia, but it's their lifeline for money to finance their war. The, remember the unprovoked attack on Ukraine, even though 
Apparently, the United States have been trying to get Ukraine to join NATO, which I, as Russia, could see that would be a provocation. <laughs> it's just, it, I don't know. I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm that, it's that 20-point IQ deficit. I'm smart enough to see the problem. I'm not smart enough to know what the hell we do about it in some terms. Uh, this was the, uh, if you were listening yesterday, you heard the the Brandon Morse discuss his embarrassment for AOC when she was at a uh, town hall and they were booing her. And uh, she does seem a little um, put off there, I believe, is some language in this. But again, we're all adults here. So if you're at work and you don't want to hear uh, harsh language, turn your speakers down or uh, put your headphones in and uh, we'll do this in three, two. And this is, again, the town hall uh, where AOC was um, heckled. And then the lights go down in the room and they, uh, the Secret Service or whoever protects. Does it Secret Service? I don't know. It protects Congress people? Or do they have to hire their own? Uh, she comes back out uh, and she says... So she says, she, I'm not allowed to be in a room with the lights turned off. Is that, a, is that true? Uh, who knows? I mean, logic would dictate if you're in a situation like that as a public official with security. If I'm security, I'm going, okay, we got to get her out of here. Yep. That's logical that she's probably not allowed to be in a room with the lights turned off. I get that. And whoever the security is, whether she hired it or if it's government security, yeah, I, public official, you whisk them out of the room until you can make sure that there's no danger to that person again. So I get that. So when they say that she was, you know, hiding backstage, I don't really agree with that. But she, she doesn't know how to handle the criticism. It, it's got to be, it's got to be tough for somebody like that, quite honestly, who is so used to being adored by the media and by you know the the hand cherry pick crowds to have to deal with people who have seen through her BS. Oh yeah, thank you, Jason. Jason texted me and said, Capitol Police is who takes care of Congress. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So there are employees. So I get it. You got to whisk the public officials out. I don't wish harm on anybody. And if it's in the dark, you don't know what the hell's happening. Plus, you can't prove it because there's no video. Um, wow. We're out of time, aren't we? What do you mean it's let's go? Did we solve any of the world's problems? Probably not. Yeah, but Another week you know where what? we haven't we, done jack squat. But we uh, release some stress, which is good for fat people Damn, to get rid of some yep, stress. Damn sure is. Because otherwise we could end up dying of something. That's uh, two hours of audio deliciousness known as the Daily Mojo for today. This is Friday, October 21st. Good grief.
Year of Our Lord 2022, and I cannot wait for Halloween because then I get to get rid after Halloween of all this. Are you preparing for your Halloween costume, Ron? Uh, I am preparing. All right. I don't know I'm doing it. that I'm pre- Are you? I, I don't. Yes. I don't think I'm going to end up being that. Why? Because I can't find anything. You're a big weenie. Yeah. Just do it. She paid a hundred bucks for you to do it. Put some effort into it. I appreciate her I effort, her money. I'm going to do it. You, whatever. 6% CSA Broadway. What I learned today, I thought AOC's inability to be in a uh, an unlit room was an order from the court. Okay. Bob, blah, blah. Love the Bob, blah, blah. I just hope Europeans are working hard to secure the Neiman Marcus and Bloomingdale's pipelines. <laughs> right? Keith, it's Nordstrom pipelines, Bloomingdale's, and I get it. Yeah, right. Uh, see, uh, Rebel Patriot video of the pipeline damage shows the sides of the pipe being blown outward. It could be that a device was inserted at a cleaning port and sent down the line. Just saying. Yeah. Absolutely. It could be any number of things. It, we What we do know is that the damn thing blew up. And who do we, when you look at motive and opportunity, I don't know. It could have been, you know what? The Russians probably blew up their own pipeline. Um, Mystic Mimi says, the show Big Fat Fabulous Life. What about that one? Or My 600 Pound Life, too. Remember that one? At least they were trying to do something on there. Uh, and Jerome says, grab him by the putty tat. A good way to get on out of here. Ron. Ron. Yes. Ron. For the rest of you, we the people must hang together. Otherwise, we shall surely hang separately. Six separate Duranis. Resist stupid and fat people because they have diseases. And good night, Doc Docs. And wherever you are, have a good See you day. Monday. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.